Good afternoon and happy Friday, everyone. Welcome to episode 28 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe, and thank you for listening. In this episode, you will get my takes on last night's game between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. I'll give you what I think are the best games of week 10 in the NFL, talk some college football, and I will close out with my takes on Russell Wilsbrook wanting out of Houston. Now, without further ado, let's get started. My opening take starts with Thursday night football. As correctly predicted, the Indianapolis Colts defeated the Titans 34-17. Now, the Titans led this game at halftime, 17-13. But the Colts scored the final 21 points of the game, and their defense pitched a second-half shutout. Now, one of the things I said in my analysis on Tuesday about this game is that because of the suspect defense of the Titans that Phillip Rivers has a chance to have a big game and he did just that he had 308 yards passing and a touchdown but he's got some playmakers on the on it by his side I mean Naheem Hines with 115 yards total and a touchdown and Michael Pittman I mean, this guy looks like he's going to be a very good receiver for the Colts. I mean, Derrick Henry did his thing, 103 yards rushing. But Tannehill could not get the passing game going, only passing for 147 yards. Now, the Colts have taken first place in this division, with these teams having to play one more time in 17 days. As for the Titans, I've been saying it all year. Their defense is their Achilles heel. It comes a point where Derrick Henry and Tannehill are not going to be able to mask and protect the Titans' defense. It has to get better. Because now you're in week 10 and you have six more games to go. And sure, they're going to make the playoffs. But how far they're going to go, it's going to determine on can their defense get some stops? And right now, the way I look at it is they're going to be either a wildcard team or they're going to falter and not make the playoffs. And even if they do get in the playoffs, they'll be out in the wildcard round. Now, the Colts' defense, they show they were for real. Yeah, they gave up some yards, but they didn't give up many points. So it'll be interesting to see what happens when these guys play again in 17 days. Now let's switch gears to what I believe are the best games in Week 10 in the NFL. And the best games are coming from teams... And I believe still the best conference in the NFL, the NFC West. First is Arizona versus Buffalo. Now, this looks like a very sneaky good game. I mean, the Cardinals are going to look to bounce back from that loss to Miami last week. And Buffalo is going to be looking to build momentum after their upset home victory over the Seahawks last week. I mean, Josh Allen played out of his mind last week. 
And we'll be looking to do so again this week. Of course, he's going to be getting back one of his receivers, John Brown. And they're going to be going up against a Cardinal secondary that is a little beat up. But still formidable. But Kyler Murray is going to need some help with the running game. I'm talking about with his running backs. I mean, there's talk that Kenyon Drake may be back this week. And that should be a boost. I look for this game to be very close. I think throughout most of the game. But I believe in the end, I think the Cardinals are going to pull this one out. So, my take, the final score is going to be Cardinals 30, the Bills 28. Now, I'll go on what I think is the best game this week, and that's the Rams versus the Seahawks. Now, the Seahawks are going to be looking to bounce back after that loss to the Buffalo Bills. The Rams are well-rested after taking a beating from the Dolphins two weeks ago. Now, I think probably the most interesting matchup is going to be Jalen Ramsey versus DK Metcalf. I mean, you got probably the best receiver in the NFL right now versus probably one of the premier cornerbacks in the NFL. Now, for the Seahawks, one of the problems with their defense is not much of a pass rush. But they get Carlos Dunlap, who they traded for from the Bengals to play his first game this Sunday. So that should give them a huge boost. But they also got Jamal Adams back, but that didn't help very much last week. So I'm going to be looking for this game to come down to who has the ball last. I think right now the Rams... Since they're well-rested. And I think right now they're probably a little bit better than than the Seahawks. So I believe the Rams are going to pull this one out. 30-27. On a field goal. With seconds left in the game. Now I'm going to go to the Saints and my 49ers. Now clearly this will not be the same game. As last year's 48 the 46 victory by my 49ers. Last year I was watching this game with a fellow Saints fan, and it was pretty exciting. Particularly after George Kittle made that fourth down and two play and got the 49ers down in field goal range where they kicked the game winning field goal. This year, the Saints have my 49ers outmanned and outgunned. The 49ers got some bad news as Kwaski Tarp, strong safety, is going to be out for the season with a turf toe. Debo Samuel will not be playing again this week. Of course, Kendrick Bourne has returned from the COVID-19 list. For my 49ers to win this game, The offense is going to have to protect the defense. 
We all know what the Saints can do. I mean, with Drew Brees at the helm, he's still an elite quarterback. And the Saints looked pretty good on defense last week. I mean, they almost pitched a shutout of Tom Brady and the Bucks. So the 49ers goal is got to make sure the defense is not on the field more than the offense. So ball control is going to be key for the, for the Niners to pull off the upset. I mean, Hastings and Jarrett McKinnon is going to have to get positive yards on first and second down in the running game. Nick Mullins must be able to protect the football and be efficient in the passing game. So the clock has to be Niners' best friend. Defensively, they gotta find a way to generate a pass rush. Because without that pass rush, Drew Brees is gonna make mince meat out of the defense. Because we did get some news on the defense. Of course, it's not gonna happen this week. But after the bye, Richard Sherman is now starting to practice but he's unlikely to play this Sunday. I think they're going to save everything for the bye week. Now, if they fall a 4-6, which I have to admit seems kind of likely, then after the bye week, they're going to probably have to win every game for the rest of the way in order to even have a chance to sniff the playoffs this year. Of course, Depending on how things look after the bye week and even after a couple of games, whether it be safe to bring back Jimmy Garoppolo and George Kittle. But I'm gonna be I'm gonna be watching and cheering them on. But I have to be realistic. I don't know if we're gonna win this game. Now let's talk about some college football here. And unfortunately, there's really no games that jump out at the screen at you. Unfortunately, the biggest story in college football are the 14 games that got canceled this Saturday due to outbreaks of COVID-19 among certain teams. And got news that Herm Edwards, the Arizona State Cardinals, I mean, Arizona State head coach, tested positive for COVID-19. So unfortunately, his game with Cal got canceled. So I'm going to say for Coach Herm Edwards, speedy recovery. Get well soon. Because remember, you play to win the game. Hello? But at any rate, all I can say for college football is this. I'm sure they had an understanding that this was going to be a risk. Knowing things look good early, that's why when the ACC and the SEC was playing football without any issues, Then the other conferences, the Big Ten, 
the, the Pac-12 decided we want to get in on the action too. So now everybody's dealing with this issue in college football. And now there's talk that the college football playoff could be postponed. That would be pretty unfortunate. Because, I mean, we all want to see players like Trevor Lawrence, Justin Fields, showcated talents one more time in college football before they take their talents to the NFL. But if this is what needs to happen, then that's this is what needs to happen. I mean, safety is first. I understand they're going to lose some money if they have to cancel the rest of the season and have no college football playoff. But at the rate that this COVID-19 is spreading, the possibility has to be considered. Now I want to close this brief episode in the NBA. Houston, we have a problem. A couple of days ago, Russell Westbrook has requested a trade out of Houston. Now, according to Stephen A. Smith, Russell Westbrook doesn't want to play with James Harden and vice versa. So I'm going to give you my take on this. Why are, should anybody be surprised by this? I'm not. I mean, who thought that this combination was going to work in the first place? I mean, you're dealing with two guys who want the ball in their hands and must have the ball in their hands. I mean, we all saw what Russell Westbrook can do as the leader of a team after KD went to Golden State. We, we all know what James Harden can do when he doesn't have a complimentary superstar at his side. So what made the Rockets thought that they could put two guys like James Harden and Russell Wilsbrook together to form a one-two punch? I mean, I'm not surprised that this has happened. Maybe I'm a little surprised that it happened a lot sooner than later. Now the question is going to be how much are the Rockets are going to be willing to willing to move Russell Westbrook? What's going to be the asking price? Now don't get me wrong, their teams are going to line up to get Russell Westbrook. I mean, this guy is a phenomenal player. I mean, he's not the typical point guard. I mean, he's more like a slasher. But this guy can ball. I mean, he's not a great three-point shooter. But 
This guy can make it happen with points. I mean, he's not much of an assist person, but I mean, he can. He, he, I mean, he can. He can rebound. So you, you can get a triple double out of him a couple of games throughout the year. But one of the to have these two guys stay on the same team was bound for failure. I mean, all you gotta do is look at the playoffs. The two of them could not beat LeBron in AD. So basically, the team didn't get better. I mean, it's still the same. They have a they, they have a good regular season. You get in the playoffs, second round, they're out. So it's a good thing that this happened soon because I think it would have been very damaging later. So who's going to get Russell Westbrook? Uh, it's it's going to be... I don't know if none of the elite teams are going to try it because chances are they're probably going to want a whole lot. They may force a team to especially a good team that is now some of the bad teams I mean might be they may be different but all the good teams like you say like Clippers my Lakers Golden State I mean I'm just I'm just throwing it out there I don't think those teams he's on their radar and even in the east even like somebody like the Heat or Milwaukee or somebody like that they're not gonna go for Westbrook because I mean they're gonna have to give up a lot and I just don't see that happening I mean the Knicks might even have a better chance of getting Russell Westbrook but it'll be interesting to see what happens and who steps up to the plate and acquire Russell Westbrook. Now I know I said this would be the last thing, but I want to touch briefly on Chris Paul. There's also talk that the Thunder is going to try to move Chris Paul. Now, where is Chris Paul going to end up? I mean, there's talk that he doesn't want to go to the Lakers. Oh well, well, no ring for you then. <laughs> It's, I mean, we don't know if he's going to make a return to the Clippers. So, and of course he's not going back to Houston, so that's not going to happen. So it's going to be interesting to see where Chris Paul ends up. I mean, hey, you can put down to Miami or Milwaukee and go back to the It'll be interesting to see where he ends up. Of course, I'm going to have a, a little rant here. If David Stern didn't cancel that trip, that um, trade to the Lakers for Chris Paul, when Kobe Bryant was still playing, Kobe would have had at least two more rings and would have passed MJ 
That's the way I feel. I, I still feel this way that David Stern did that to satisfy the other owners. Anywho, that's just a small rant. So, when the NBA draft starts next week, we'll see what happens with Russell Westbrook and Chris Paul. Now, this is going to conclude episode 28 of Sports Takes Galore. I'm your host, Gabe. Thank you for listening and downloading. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and other podcast platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at ggsports13. I'd like to thank you for listening and downloading again. And enjoy the weekend. And I'll talk to you again on Monday. Bye-bye.